Hello, hello, welcome to the fifth episode by now of the Grunge and Candy podcast. I am terribly sorry for um all the time that has passed since since the last episode. Um but I've been like pretty busy with school and also I've just like picked up a f- few other things. I will get to that in a minute. I want to uh, tell you about that. Um, but also, like as a quick forecast, I'm planning on getting more regular again and putting out like an episode a week or so. Like that's my plan for now. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But for now, like the past couple of weeks, I I think it's been like four or five weeks since I haven't put out an episode. Um, and like I've been skating a lot because right now I can. Um, I've been skating for two months now, and the first, like, like I've skated for two weeks, and then it started snowing like hell, and, wait, it doesn't snow in hell, but, like, you know what I mean, everywhere was snowy and wet, and I couldn't skate, because, like, skateboards aren't really made for bad weather conditions, so I had to wait until that goes away, then I was a week in school. Um, and I'm really glad that I like can skate on a daily basis right now because the weather is kind of getting better. And also, I built like a quarter pipe thingy with my dad, which is really fun to skate on. If you follow me on Instagram, I'll just put a video like behind the the here's this episode thingy, and you can like look at my quarter pipe that we made. It was so much fun to build that, and it went surprisingly quickly. Like, we got done within 48 hours of beginning to build it. It's like 3 inch high. Yeah, it's pretty accurately 3 inches, uh, sorry, not 3 inch, 3 feet high. Damn, this American system is like weird. Like, it's 90 centimeters, which I believe equals 3 feet. And... Yeah, and so we built that just, like, only out of wood and screws, and it's, like, it's really fun to skate on, and it's really fun, like, the building process was really fun. Yeah, and so I've been skating that now, and I've also, like, gotten better at my tricks. And then also, I've, like, been writing a bit of music, and I've been playing a lot of guitar lately. And I've been getting a little bit into music production. Um, so yeah, I just downloaded like a few DAWs to see which is like best suited for me. Started off with LMMS and then I'm now into Reaper that like helps you if you know what I'm talking about. Like if you're into music production, you probably know of those. Um, Both are like fairly free. Like, LMMS is completely free, and you would have to pay for Reaper, but I believe no one actually does. Um, And there's a 60-day free trial, so that also. And then I, like, got a MIDI board um to better control that stuff. That's really fun, and if I, like, ever get something to the point where I feel comfortable publishing it, I will tell you about it, and you can listen to that then, because I'm really, like, I'm really deep into that right now. I'm, like, making music or skating pretty much every free minute of my day right now. 
when I'm not like binge watching some Netflix series or other series that aren't on Netflix. Like, you know, the stuff that teenagers do these days, I guess. So yeah, um, that's a quick update on what's been going on, and that's also the reason there wasn't an episode, as I said. I'm sorry for that. I um, But I believe that now I, I like got a plan, what I can talk about more, and what I um, can incorporate in the podcast, and like all this. Like, I've been also listening to a lot of music, I've been getting to know a lot of new stuff, like, more than before, and, yeah, so I can talk, I've got a plan, like, for the next few episodes, so you will definitely be experiencing more frequent uploads from this podcast in the future. So, here's what I want to do today. Um, if you listen to the last two episodes, I had really, really great friend of mine on, or that is my girlfriend and one really great friend of mine, and they, like, to introduce themselves, made a quick playlist of the songs that, like, define them musically and personally, um, because, like, in my opinion... A really great way to get to know a person quickly is their music taste. Like, what they're listening to and what they feel is most suited to their persona. And so, yeah, um, that's why I thought that today, and I've also been, like, asked to do that, that today I'm gonna show you my playlist of those songs. Now. That's you can find that on SoundCloud as you can um as you can find the other two. It's called the Grunge and Candy Minus Gaz. Like I'm Gaz. And then there's also the Grunge and Candy Minus Helly and the Grunge and Candy Minus Emily. Um which are from the previous two episodes and those are like the playlists we made. I've asked the other two to like keep it fairly short and around ten songs. And now I've been trying to do that and I've noticed that it just doesn't work for me. And <laughs> I believe it was also like fairly difficult for the other two. And that's why probably in the next, like if they come come on again on the podcast, they will have stuff to add to that. But today I'm alone. And today it's just me talking about myself, which might be a little narcissistic, is that word? Um, I believe so. I don't know. Um, I'm sorry if you if you're a first time listener and you haven't noticed so far. English is not my first language. Um, English is like my second language or third language. Like I've I've grown up bilingual, um, German and Hungarian, and then I started to pick up English. Um, and I'm 17 now, so I'm still in the learning process of English and. I hope that this podcast will also give me like some prax- uh, practice um, with English. But on the way, I might be making a few mistakes, and I'm sorry for that. And I'm also sorry for every time my accent comes out, because I'm pretty sure I haven't cancelled it out yet. For now, let's get into the playlist, though. So if you open SoundCloud and go into the search bar, 
and you look for the Grunge and Candy podcast. No, I think you have to look for only the... So, there's one playlist which is called the Grunge and Candy podcast uh, minus songs where you find all the play all the songs we talk about that aren't in some sort of playlist or that are like might that might be difficult to find and i just wanted to make like a shortcut for you so you can find it quickly um and on the same profile as that playlist you will find those three other playlists and one of them is the grunge and candy minus guz that is g u z and if you go on that then like you will find the songs we will talk about today and that i will talk about today and i'll try to give you like a quick background story check thingy of what that song means to me and why it isn't there and why not some other song by some other artist or by that artist and so i've tried to pick one song per artist even though there might be like several artists where I say I'd have to pick at least five songs um to make it up to them like from what they've meant to me in my life so far. But but to like keep it interesting I'd say. Uh, I said um one song per artist, no more. Alright, so please open that right now. Um, as I said, it's probably pretty easy to find if you know what you're looking for. Okay, so I believe we have a few songs to cover. So let's get right into that. And the first song on the playlist, which once again, I hope you're there by now. You can also listen along to the songs if you'd like um, while I'm talking. As I know myself, you will have enough time to listen to each song while I talk. I will also try to give you some background information that I know about the song that aren't particularly like linked to me, so you will also find it interesting if you say like you're a boring person, I don't wanna know about you. Um then I hope it will still serve you a little bit. So the first song in the playlist is Mojo Pin by Jeff Buckley. Um before I start a long story now. I would say long story short, but it will be a long story and I won't probably keep it short. So, Jeff Buckley is the artist that got me into music, to put it like that. Um, so, when I was in like 6th grade or 7th grade, that was the first time I heard of Jeff Buckley. And before that, I I always loved music. But I never loved the music that I got to hear. Because, like, the only connection that I had to music pretty much was either when my mom put something on, which I liked mostly because she has also a pretty alternative music taste, I'd say, or stuff that is on the radio. And stuff that is on the radio, I always hated. And... So when Jeff Buckley came around, it finally gave me an artist to listen to that is outside of what I knew till then. And like from there on, I kind of built my own musical perspective and my own musical preferences. Um, so 
like he was the first alternative musician that I really heard of in a deeper way. So I owe him a whole lot. And concerning what my life looks right looks like right now and what my views look like right now and all of that stuff. So yeah, Mojo Pin is a song he did together with Gary Lucas to do the background check. It is the first song on his only album, Grace. Um he tragically died while while attempting to make his second album basically so they quick story <laughs> they drove out to where he wanted to record that album and he like told the band please come you're gonna record now and one of his friends was there with him and they went for a walk by the water and he was a big led zeppelin fan so um whole lot of love came on the radio which is a great Led Zeppelin song, you probably know that. So then, according to his friend, he started to sing along to that and went, like, all in with the vocals. And He had an angelic voice, I believe it was a pretty side. And, and then he jumped into the river, uh, which was the Wolf River. And that is the name of that particular river. And... Um, there was ships on that river, and he like, started to swim deeper in, and there were some ships, and his friend called him, like, come out of there, the, those ships are gonna, like, drag you underwater, and you will probably die. And I was like, no, I'm fine. And he did that for, like, few passings of ships. Um, And I believe he was, like, particularly involved with, with loving life so that he was like just enjoying that there and that's why he was the person to jump into a river fully closed clothed and yeah then there was a bigger ship which dragged him under actually and he didn't come back up and then a few days later they found his dead body and also like if you say he was probably high like, the autopsy didn't find any drugs in his body, in his system. So, that wasn't it. I believe he was just, like, that kind of spontaneous person, which would just do stuff like that. And I I really love that about him, and I aspire to be such a person um, that just does dumb shit because it seems cool. I I really try to always, um, <laughs> to live by that. Um. To live by that like philosophy. If it seems cool, let's do it. Or if it seems fun, we are going for this. Um, yeah. So Mojo Pin is a really amazing song, and I believe this is the only song that I ever listened to that without any background story to it, like you know, without me being in any kind of mood, made me cry on the spot. So it's not that I don't cry to music a lot. <laughs> it's just that normally I'm sad and then listen to music and then that music brings out everything and makes me cry. But with this song I just sat there and it was a particular version of it which is to be found on YouTube, a, an acoustic version. version And um, 
Yeah, it's a live version, and he has like really, really, really amazing live performances. For me, that is what where you like notice a good artist. Um, a good artist is better live than on records. On records, so um, there are some live clips of him, and this one is a this was in an acoustic version of Mojo Pin, and it said there in the living room, and my parents were also there, and then it just teared up from this song it's uh, a really beautiful song and i advise you to just listen to this and also listen to the acoustic version on youtube and also listen to everything else that you can find by jeff buckley i'm not saying that everything is on this level but i am saying that everything he made is worth listening to yeah, so that is Jeff Buckley. If you ever find yourself having 45 free minutes where you can just really relax and you don't know Jeff Buckley, then please lay down in the dark or with light on, I don't care, but close your eyes. Put Grace on and listen to it and it's an experience. Yeah, so if you listen to this album, take your time with it. Sit down and like get into the mood to experience something amazing, and then do it. Then experience something amazing, amazing by listening to this album. Get good headphones because it's really worth it. Um, yeah. So most of these songs were also pretty much taped live. Like the producer um just set them down and they were able to play for like hours and hours and then they just cherry pick the best parts and this is what you can find on find on the album okay but now i'm going to move on to the next one because i've been rambling on about this one song and this one artist for almost 10 minutes which i don't believe is a bad thing because he deserves it but you know um, for you guys, for your sake. Okay, so I'm gonna move on to Hotel Wi-Fi with their song Athena's Theme. Um, I'm sorry for the sudden change in sound, probably. The thing is, I had to, like, this was recorded in two days because I had to pause recording it yesterday. And now I'm finishing it off, hopefully. Um, yeah. So song number two is Athena's Theme by Hotel Wi-Fi, who are an artist from the US. Um, they are incredibly talented. Um, you can check them out on SoundCloud or on, on Spotify or Deezer or whatever you're using. I believe they are also on Bandcamp, like they should be. Um, you can find them there, and I honestly believe they... They deserve you checking them out and giving them a follow, and you deserve listening to her music. And so yeah, please go there and listen to all of their stuff. Um, everything they ever put out is something worth listening to. Um, but for now, this song is one I chose because I couldn't put in the song I wanted to. <laughs> um, but like honestly, all of their songs are really great. So. Um, wait, before I get into this song, I want to give you a bit more background. So, I found out about her existing two years ago, maybe? No, 
like one and a half year ago, I'd say. And no, wait, let me get my story straight. Um, I have to think here. Okay, so about two years ago, yeah, I'd say, um, I was like sitting on the on the train, and I told this story before in the last episode, and or I was waiting for the train in the station, um, coming back from school because I'm in a boarding school, and I was like clicking through. Deezer. I was using Deezer at the time because a friend of mine like got me in there. <laughs> I didn't have any subscription at, subscriptions at the moment, and she was as kind as to let me into her Deezer account. She's also using my SoundCloud with me right now, so I guess that's okay. And I had that pun in my head, which was like, it would be funny if there was an artist called Billy Eyelash. <laughs> so. I went on there and I was like looking for Billy Eilish and there was actually an artist called that and but the only time she like was on that page was when she did a feature with Hotel Wi-Fi. So I listened to that and I really um I really only listened uh, so right then I listened to the rest of the Hotel Wi-Fi stuff and I loved it so much. And then I forgot about it because I didn't listen to a lot of indie music at the time. Um, like right now I do a lot, but back then I would listen to a lot more of rock and punk rock music. Um, so I forgot about them, but I thought like they have to be some big name in the indie scene because like, whoa, this is amazing. And then like one and a half years years ago from now I started listening to them again. I don't know how that happened. I think I just remembered and I instantly fell in love with their music again and um the one song that is my absolute favorite and that has a very like special meaning for me with my girlfriend. That one is called American Sky, and you can find that on YouTube and on Spotify and Deezer, but sadly not on SoundCloud. That was that is also why I couldn't add it to this playlist. But I highly recommend you listening to that song also. Um, and this one in here is also one of the most amazing songs they did, in my opinion. Um. It's amazing. Um, so there's that synthy, like what I can think about right now. There's that uh, synthesizer stuff in the at the end, and I'm usually not a big fan of that. Like, wait, let me think of songs that also do that. Car Radio by Twenty One Pilots, which is a great song, but I never got that synthesizer synthesizer stuff at the end. So yeah, um. In this song, I think it's just amazing how it's used, and the songwriting is so awesome. And not only on this song, on every single one, this is just like one that I put there to give you an example of what it's like. Um, For me, it's more important that one song of him as an artist is in here. But I will also give you a few more recommendations right now, and I will also put them in the other playlist which is called The Grunge and Candy Minus Songs, which I already talked about. So, um, you should also listen to 
haikus for K, and two anthems for a sixteen-year-old girl, and also you should listen to. Um, there's one uh, that is called "I wrote this during a pretty bad panic attack." I think. Also, really love that one. Um. Yeah, so you should all you should all go and listen to everything this artist has put out and to cherish that it is on the internet for us to listen to more or less for free. Like, on SoundCloud it is for free. Go on SoundCloud and listen to it there if you want to get a taste of it or on YouTube. Um, They deserve it. Really. Yeah, but um, I think this is, like, enough for um for me talking about my love for this one artist um maybe 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 if this podcast grows a little bit more and we can get a little more people to listen to this um regularly which i highly ask you to like if you know people who are also into alternative music and um skate music and punk music and whatever kind of good music then please tell them to <laughs> at least check this podcast out um i believe it's a good experience for people who like this uh this same stuff as me and the people who come on here so anyways what i wanted to say if we can get this podcast to grow then maybe maybe we can get jackson who is hotel wi-fi to come on here yeah Anyways, next song. Um, our next song is called Song for Today by Peter and the Pirates. I don't have a lot of stuff to say about this song. It's like your typical 2000s indie punk rock song. So, yeah. There were like probably 200 bands who did music like this. Um. This one is in here for this song because it is one of my very favorite love songs of all time. And I don't know, I don't have a lot of stuff to say about this one. I think it's just a feeling that I had to put this on here because I felt like really connected to it. And now that I come to think about like maybe this isn't fair because there were a lot of songs where that didn't make the cut because I thought like I didn't have enough of a connection to it or I also started to only started to listen to them recently and um this one though is one I always come back to listen to from time to time and there are a couple of songs on this playlist that aren't like my number one listening preference but that are songs i find myself coming back to in times of i don't know trouble or inconsistency to find something um that's like keeping me here that sounded way more depressing than i meant it meant it to be like just to just to find like an anchor to grab like this is one of those um songs yeah um listen to it i mean maybe you're even listening to this playlist while i'm talking you could do that um so you will find that it's a very awesome amazing song that 
has gotten way, 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 way too little recognition, in my opinion. Okay, next on is It's Saturday by King Missile. So, King Missile is probably one of the most famous experimental rock bands. Like, experimental alternative rock. Maybe you should more call it like that, because it's very, very, very alternative and indie. Um, but also very raw, rough-sounding rock on some songs, and on others it isn't. Um, anyways, this song is called It's Saturday. And... Okay, so listen to it, and... Like, pause this podcast, because I feel it's hard to talk about this without you having listened to it because it's a song that consists on like a of a um narrative monologue and there's all only a drum beat um under it. Um so anyways maybe you've done this now the essence of this is like calling people out for being alternative only for the sake of being alternative. Like, people who define their personality over being different than other people. And the song starts off with the lyrics, I want to be different just like all the other different people. Um, yeah. This was... I I have to say I don't feel too cold. <laughs> I feel, don't feel called out by this. Maybe I should, I don't know. But I feel like I've grown my personality and it's just so happened to be an like pretty alternative one and with a pretty alternative lifestyle as far as you can do at at seventeen. But maybe just maybe people will feel called out by this. Um if it's so I want to tell you a little thing. Don't define yourself by other people. Like, by their opinions and by how they live. Don't try to be someone else. Kurt Cobain had that quote, like, um, trying to be some someone else is a, worse, uh, is a waste of your personality, I think it was. Um, or something like that. I think it's one of his more well-known. You will find that somewhere. Um, yeah, so just try to be yourself. You can like get inspiration from a lot of different people, but be being one way just to get viewed like that by other people, that's just a huge waste. And maybe, just maybe in a few years, you will look back and, back and think, well, damn, I wasted that. Uh, why wasn't I more myself? Why didn't I do this stuff, wear this stuff? Um, whatever that I wanted back then. Um, yeah, so this just, like, that, I'd say. Or, like, you can also, you can also, um, take this for music. Um, I've come across people who are saying, like, I don't want to listen to this because 
another person already listened to it before me and I don't want to seem like a copycat or um I can't listen to it, to this because I have like bad experiences with a person that liked this music even though I would probably really love it. Okay, so the second one I can't understand but the first one you are never a copycat. You are your very own person and if you like that music, why don't you just go and listen to it? And maybe you can even bond with that person you feel like you would you would like recreate, even though you're definitely not just because you like the same stuff um over this music. So don't let the don't let other other people ruin what you can get into. And like another pe- person doing something before you doesn't mean that you can't also do it. Like, okay, probably you're in, at the beginning you won't know as much, and you or you won't be as good in something. Um, like I don't know, I'd be skating or drawing or singing, playing the guitar. But like just because you're, I don't know, your best friend does it, that doesn't mean you can do it. In the on the contrary, you can even like. You have some someone to look up to and say, like, hey, can you help me with this? Um, rather than having to go to it through it alone. You're not a copycat just because you're doing something that someone else already did before you. There will, for 99% of the things you do in your life, be someone who did it before you. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know why I got into this much detail about this. Um, anyways, just... What I wanted to say is be your own person and do your own stuff, which doesn't mean you... Okay, I won't get into detail again. <laughs> um, Pick your heroes, but you don't have to necessarily be like your heroes just to be viewed that way. Okay. Um. So this was a long monologue. Um, also check out um, Detachable Penis by um, King Missile, which is a uh, which is an awesome song. Also, um, also very experimental. I love experimental music because it's when artists get to like really bring out everything that just comes to their mind. And I hope I won't get like banned by Apple Podcast for saying Detachable Penis, but that's just <laughs> what that song is called, and it's really fun. It's a little like um, I Had Lost My Mind by Daniel Johnston, which I also definitely wanted to put into this playlist, but it isn't on SoundCloud. You can listen to it on anywhere else. Um, I Had Lost My Mind by Daniel Johnston. Just not on SoundCloud. Um, anyways. Next song? Next song. So, next song, popular by Nada Sir, which is like the opposite. It's just making fun of people who are being popular for the sake of being popular. Like in the beginning of the song, I believe it's the frontman's girlfriend who's reading out out loud, and he also from a book, um, which is called The Teenage Guide to Popularity, and that's like a legit thing, and it's a book describing how to get popular for just for the sake of it. Pretty disgusting. And 
so they are just like showing how sarcastic and dystopian that like not sarcastic they are showing in a sarcastic way how dystopian this book is really without intending to be <laughs> um Okay, what else can I say? So at the beginning, um, that that part where you can only hear their voices, this was apparently on the first version way more, like, distorted and way more messy, and then it got cleaned up, and the band wasn't too fond about that. They didn't really like it. Uh, the record company left it like that, anyways. Um, I don't listen to a lot of Nada Surf, and this song is very different from anything else they ever did. Um, but I love it very much. Um, you should listen to it, definitely. Um, this wasn't even my idea, putting it in here. Um, I asked my girlfriend what songs she thinks I should, um, should put into this playlist, and she was like, that one, definitely. Because she said it's one of the songs uh, she associates with me, because, I mean, I'm not anti-popular people. <laughs> I get that people want to be popular. Um, I just don't get it. Like, I get that people need that, and I'm not like mad at people or like disgusted by people for that. I'm just, I believe it's valid. Um, I just don't like the concept of popular people. I don't know how to say that. Like really also destroys personalities yeah i hope that makes sense um i won't say more to that because i don't know what <laughs> next song next song uh, next song i'm gonna say it one more time next song next song is creep by radiohead the greatest grunge song that isn't a grunge song and the greatest grunge love song which still isn't a grunge song um why isn't it a grunge song, you ask? I thought this was like the grunge love and um and yeah. Probably it is. But you have to see one thing. Radiohead isn't a grunge band. Radio Radiohead got sorted into this grunge genre after they put this one song out and they hated being called that. Um, so I talked about the soft chorus, uh, soft words, loud chorus theme in my second episode of this podcast. And this just utilizes that. And for that reason, people thought it has to be like a major grunge song, which it isn't. <laughs> Once again, Radiohead is not a grunge song, a grunge band. Radiohead isn't from Seattle. Um. There are grunge bands that aren't from Seattle, but the main grunge, like what you would normally like name the center of grunge and the origin of grunge, that is from Seattle. Um, but still, Radiohead are by no means a grunge band. They just happened to make music in that very same era, I believe. Um, this song came out in '94. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> And this is this is a very like this is somewhere deeply down, deep way down in my head. I don't know if this is right. 
I don't want to lie. Um, please look that up. <laughs> don't trust me on this, but I believe it's from 94, which was like the grunge was still very big in 1994, even after Kurt Cobain passed. And um, I just, this is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. And I feel called out by it. And by this time, this time, by this song, I probably feel very called out. Because, um, when the dude wrote this, um, he was, he like had a crush on a girl and he felt like it was really, this, this girl was really unreachable for him. And I found myself in that position a few times in my life. Even though for him it probably went like into stages that for me aren't reached yet. Also, I have a girlfriend now, and she's the most wonderful girl. And yeah, but anyways, like he says in the songs, in 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 the song that um like for one, this you're so fucking special. I wish I was special. And then also the other way around. Sorry. And then also, like, um, all this, he basically describes her as an angel, and he is just, like, creeping around to, <laughs> uh, after her, and stalking her, probably. Um, he's, he talked about that in an interview, and he said that's, like, this was in college for him, and he said this is why he doesn't really like playing this song live, because it for him it's just a really painful memory i guess and people always requested it and now they started playing it again um like radiohead when they do shows now from time to time they throw in creep um but they hated like this song uh, to play this song because the lead singer had like this very strong feelings attached to it yeah, um, also I still feel like that with my girlfriend, like she's so, she's so, 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 so amazing, and I mostly feel like I'm not, but, um, <laughs> uh, so I'm always just, like, short of what she could get, probably, and this is, um, this is a similar feeling, maybe, I don't know, um, so this is one of my very favorite songs in the world. Probably, if I had to pick one, it would be a contestant for that. If not the favorite, I never really like to pick one song that is my favorite. But I think it is one of the songs where I feel the most along with it. Like the m most different kind of emotions. I remember one instance when I was on that exchange in Ecuador and it was like, two days before we were gonna go back to Germany and someone somebody was like it was late at night and somebody was out on the streets and they were putting this song on and I felt that so hard and that was just amazing I I love this song so much um even though I'm not a huge Radiohead fan I acknowledge that I acknowledge they are one of the most amazing bands, and um, but I don't 
like there's for me there's a difference between best and and um and favorite and Radiohead is one of the best bands even though not my favorite and Creep is one of my very very favorite songs and musically even though very simple also one of the like best I don't know can you say best in that sense <laughs> You, it's hard to say like good music because every music has its ups, upsides and downsides. But I believe you can distinguish um, a little bit. And in their genre, um, Radiohead are the best, like one of the best bands. And musically, and Creep in the grunge genre is one of the most amazing songs. And now I'm gonna move on to the next one, which is Beamer Boy by Lil Peep. <laughs> I just changed that because I had um I had another song in here, which name I just forgot. Um, honestly, it's honestly what she did with Horsehead, and then now I got Beamer Boy in here, and this was like one of his first smash hits. As to say, like, this was one of the songs that made Lil Peep as famous as he came to be in the end. And this, I believe, was even before the Goth Boy Click times. And it's also featured in the very, very, very great documental on Netflix. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix in other countries, but in Germany it is on Netflix. And I've... I think it was like only in the cinema in Berlin, in Berlin, and it's a really great documental. If you haven't watched it, I would highly advise you to do so. Um, I'm not a person to cry during music, uh, during movies, but this was one where I was close. It was only one <laughs> movie I ever saw where I cried, which I'm not gonna share right now. Maybe if you stick on stick on to this podcast, you will someday find out what movie I cried to. Um, but yeah, this was really close. <laughs> um, it's a very amazing documental with very great music because Lil Peep makes very, 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 very amazing music. Sorry, made. Made. Damn. It always makes me so sad when I think about Gus dying. Not me, Gus. Peep Gus. <laughs> um, yeah, so Peep is an artist that got me through shit, and that sticked with me since ever since I first listened to him. Um, the first time I I remember, I remember like like I could see it right now. Is there like an actual saying for that in English? I don't even know. Like, I don't know. So what I wanted to say is that I remember very cre clearly that we were sitting in, in our chemistry class and I was like with one of my best friends and he like showed me his phone. Hey, do you know the peep? And I said I heard of his name, but I probably don't like his music because he's called Lil Peep. And and he said, no, 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 you, you, you gotta listen to this. This is great stuff. And I 
then he like plugged me in with his headphones in the first row in chemistry <laughs> because we were set uh, we we were sat there because the teacher couldn't like bear us any longer in the last row of the room so we listened to life is beautiful by the peep and it was like it was an experience as like whoa what 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 did i miss out on all my life this is so amazing and then i started listening to little peep excessively and haven't stopped yet in between i had like periods where i listened to him less and more but that's normal for every artist i'd say but little peep is amazing and he is just so straightforward with his lyrics and there's the genius deconstructed stuff on youtube um you, you should check that out and the the dude who made the beat for bandstruck he said that he just stood there and was like wrote something down real quick didn't even like hesitate like oh, oh what am i gonna write that's st stood in front of the microphone and just started rapping what he thought and it's so amazing all of his stuff pretty much like the stuff he was involved in the production process the like this that is really great but some of the stuff that came out now after he died i don't like so much to be honest but that's not on him that's on whoever produces it like does the post-production and the leveling and stuff like that okay so Beamer Boy is just the intuitive choice for me. Because um, I first thought about which song might suit me the most, and I didn't really have an answer, so I went in again and thought, like, just put in the first song that comes to mind, and that was Beamer Boy. And yeah, probably it's the song I'm, like, vibing to the most, <laughs> if that's the thing. Um, yeah. So, Beamer Boy by Lil Peep is in there. I think I talked enough about Lil Peep now. Sappy by Nirvana. Um, we made a 90-minute episode. No, sorry, we made a 100-minute episode. Talking about Nirvana, talking about Kurt Cobain, and before that I had a like 40 minute episode with my girlfriend also talking about Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, and I failed to mention this song that I am so much in love with even once. We literally had a, <laughs> had a top 5 picks of, of songs which I didn't prepare to be honest. Um, so I made that, like, spontaneously, but still, we had a, on the episode with Amelie, which is episode number four, the last one, for Kurt Cobain's birthday, we had literally made a list for our top five songs, and I failed to recognize the song that is definitely one of my two favorite Nirvana songs, even though I like, like, every single one of them. Still, Sappy by Nirvana a very great song about a i don't know about a toxic relationship i'd say but you it's just the vibes and the feelings that come along with this song that make it so great 
and the lyrics are also amazing. And if you don't know this song, you should definitely listen to it. I'm not even sure if it was ever on a Nirvana album. I'm sure that it wasn't on any of the three major albums, but I'm gonna go and check if it is on Incesticide right now. Um, so if you don't, in case you don't know, Nirvana didn't make three albums like everyone thinks. Everyone thinks that Nirvana put out Bleach, then Nevermind, which made them popular, and then In Utero. But actually, because record companies are shit and just want to make money, they forced Nirvana to make one more album, which were more or less just really unfinished drafts, and that is Incesticide, and it came out between Nevermind and In Utero in 1993. I'm pretty sure it was in 1993. Um, sorry, I'm gonna look up Incesticide now. But I think it wasn't uh, included in Incesticide. I think this is just a song that slipped out afterwards, if that makes sense. Like, um, there was an post-Kurt Cobain humus um, album which was called Nirvana in 2002. And then there was this where this came from, where um, never mind box sets, and it is not an incesticide, so I was right, it isn't on there. And yeah, um, there this song was never included in an album, just uh, just as many great Nirvana songs. Sadly, we won't get any new stuff because. Chris once said in an interview that it's that's it now. We don't have any more Ravana stuff to show you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um sadly. Sadly, sadly, sadly. So Nirvana, in case you haven't noticed yet from this podcast, is my all time favorite band. Nirvana is Nirvana is the thing that changed not only my perspective on music again, but also my view on life again, I'd say. Um, I just felt like Kurt Cobain was like my bad influence older brother in some way. <laughs> like not even bad influence for me because I really liked his influence in my life, but objectively you would probably say he was a bad influence on me for a lot of different reasons and I aspired to be him for a long time. Um, which, as I said, not a really great thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, he tragically died so many years before I was born. Ten years before I was born, actually. Like, almost ten years, but still. Uh, yeah, so... If Kurt was here, I'm sure we would get along. <laughs> Just to say, uh, to put it like that. And he's a huge role model for me, and um, such is Dave Grohl and Pat Smear. And I would really like to say that Chris is, is a huge role model for me too, but I don't know what happened to him and, like since Nirvana broke up and since like the, in the last couple of years. What the fuck was he thinking defending Donald Trump? Using the army to break up Black Lives Matter 
protests. What the hell is wrong with with Chris Novoselic? I don't I don't really get um him right now, but in the nineties he was also a cool dude, I believe. From what I've heard and from the interviews I've seen on the internet. Um anyways. Nirvana is awesome and stick around if you love Nirvana just as much as I do, which I believe is barely possible. Um, you should stick around for more episodes because Nirvana is going to be there probably in 50 to 100% of the episodes. That's okay. 100 is probably a little bit much, and I'll try not to do it in 100%, but. I can't guarantee that my mind won't slip every single time and talk about Kurt Cobain and talk about Nirvana. Okay, um, for this episode, though, I'd say enough Nirvana talk. And next up on this playlist that I made is... One second. Is By Myself by Fiddler. Um, okay. Do you ever get those moments where you listen to a new band and you just know these are awesome. This band is like for me. They the these this band, these guys make music just for me. This is this is what I've been looking for, what I've been waiting to find for so so long. I've been browsing music for ages and now I find this band and it's it just fits so well. For me, that is Fiddler. Um, that was Fiddler, like, also about two years ago when I first listened to them. Um, a band from California, which are making surf punk, skate punk, modern punk music in general. Um, I love their earlier sound. I love their sound on the second album. I like their song on the third album, and this is a song from the third album with I, which I, despite not being a huge fan of that album, um, love so much. Um, it's called "By Myself," and I believe this opening part, Zach Carper, um, who's the lead singer of Fiddler. Um, okay, I'll I give some background on Zach first. So Zach was born in. Hawaii to and to mixed parents, I think. Um one of his one of his parents was Asian and the other one was probably from there and um he got into pretty bad addiction and pretty early in his life, like at age twelve or thirteen because he was molested by one of his uncles and like sexually, and he took years and years to recover from that, and then the thing that like finally pushed him over the hill was a phone call from Billy Joe Armstrong, who said, "Dude, don't don't do this." Like he just came back out of rehab and he was already to start taking doing whatever tracks again. I believe he was really prominently into heroin and meth. And then he got this phone call and that kind of convinced him to stay sober. I don't know if he's still sober, to be honest, but 
I hope so. And also, there was that one instance in his life where his fiance, who was pregnant with their child, overdosed on heroin and died. And he always felt responsible for that because he had introduced her to drug. Um, anyways, he's a really awesome personality. Despite that, I don't. I don't think he's responsible for it at all. To be honest, um, but still, he. I. I get how he makes himself responsible for it. Um, so this first chorus he recorded on his for phone. Um, phone microphone. Phone microphone, on his on his mobile device, <laughs> and he sent it as a voice message to. Uh, one of the band members, and it goes, I'm cracking one open with the boys by myself, and everybody thinks that I need professional help. But I don't want to think about that anymore, and just because I woke up on someone's floor and asked, who the fuck am I? I didn't know it felt good to cry. And to make something lyrically that, for me, really amazing, up in just a matter of seconds, probably, while he was totally wasted on the floor, at his home or at someone else's home, that is amazing for me. And this is one of those songs which has like kinda sad lyrics and really happy, uplifting sound. Sound, otherwise, I don't believe it's really sad music, but uh, sad lyrics. But it's kind of depressing lyrics <laughs> to say uh, to put it like that. Anyways, if you don't know Fiddler, um, please check out Fiddler. They are also one of the main parts of my life, musically. Um, I listen to them almost every day. Um, I've been, they are the band that got me into skating. I'm, I've been skating so much lately. I'm also just coming back from, I was outside skating, and now I'm here sitting, recording this, and Fiddler is one of the bands that got me deeper in there that pushed me to do more skating, I'd say. Like, they got me interested in it because I always connected that with the band. And he also, Zach had a lot of skater friends. And the way the name Fiddler came up was because whenever they were doing an, an especially, like, dangerous trick, they would just shout Fiddler. And one day, uh, Zach apparently asked, what the hell is Fiddler supposed to mean? And they told him, fuck it, dog, life's a risk. And he probably was like, yeah, that makes total sense. And names his band that. And so that is the band Fiddler. Three studio albums, um, some live recordings on YouTube. Check them out. Really amazing music. Um, I'll give you some suggestions for the way. Um, 40 on on repeat is amazing. Um, cheap beer is amazing. West Coast, No Waves is one of my very favorites. This song was um, No Waves before I changed it to By Myself. No Waves is a song about rehab. Um, so these are more of the um, popular songs. They also made a really great cover of If It Makes You Happy. And, and the, the punks are finally taking and LSD is also really great. I think the later version is all only called Punks, um, but you'll, you'll find both. It, they put out an EP and it's on that EP. Um, anyways, 
I'm gonna move on. We already surpassed the hour mark. If you're listening still, I'm very proud of you and I'm very happy you're you're sticking around. Okay, um, next up is Danny Nadeko by The Idols. I'm gonna do this quick. I like the attitude of The Idols a lot. Um, So what they are basically doing is love punk. They're they're like saying, be a punk and it's really cool that you're super leftist and please stay super leftist, but also be that on a personal basis with your with whoever you're talking to. So be a punk and love thy neighbor, basically. Um <laughs> so Danny Nadeko is a song that resembles that in some way, in some sort of way. Um I love it very, very much, and I'm sure you will too. So this song is really the one that I believe suits me and defines me the most, but there might be songs that I like more by them. Like, for for example, Never Fight a Man with a Perm is one I really enjoy listening to a lot. Um, Yeah, The Idols are an amazing band from Bristol in the UK. And you should check them out if you don't know them yet. But I believe they rose to pretty decent prom- prominence in the recent in recent years. So you might already know them, and you might already know the song, which is probably their most well-known song. Um, there were also some songs on the new album which got pretty well known. Um, which came out last year, which was called Altera Mono, and yeah, also a great album. And I don't know why it didn't get more recognition than it actually did. But yeah, um, that's the idols from there, I'd say. Um, I just did this quick. So as I said, my my political ideology is mostly based on love and how I treat other people. I always try to base it on love to every other person. I'm just standing in front of how I'm interacting with them should as for me I always try to try to make it on the basis of hey I really love you as a person and I respect you and you're so amazing and yeah so I try to go into every every interaction with another person like that even though I sometimes don't succeed doing that but that's how I want to do it um, in my life and like, I'm a Christian also, <laughs> and basically that's what Jesus did, I guess. Um, even though some Christians are not so. Okay, I won't get into that right now because it's not the topic of this podcast. What I just wanted to say is, I'm a Christian, but a very evolved one, <laughs> probably I'd say. Like a, um, how do you call that? Um, so I'm, there are those conservative Christians where I don't get how they can still call themselves Christians and I'm like the opposite of that like basically what I base my religion on is just love I believe Jesus is love and God is love and Jesus is just the, the incarnation of love and that this is the one thing that bonds all of us and I still believe he died for our 
for like our sins and then he resurrected but i also don't believe there's a place like hell because what kind of god would <laughs> send honestly if, if there's a loving god up there he can't possibly send people to hell that would make him like worse than hitler probably um infinite pain i i i don't see how this how okay um anyways next song um hey by the pixies the pixies are for me wait let me think i want to phrase this before i say it so the pixies for me are the most important alternative band and the pixies for me to some extent define alternative rock music and i believe you can't go much better as again better like better better you can see how i'm how I'm like moving my arms right now but I mean like better for me and my personal beliefs um than the pixies did in the 90s and 80s not right now right now their music is like ah. they're just like a bunch of old dudes uh making music but in the 90s and 80s their music was the probably the best music the world has seen up to that point and the song hey is my personal favorite and i got a lot of memories attached to that song and while we're talking about the pixies please 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 if you have tiktok please i'm gonna say it one more time please please stop using where is my mind in your tiktoks it's People stop seeing it as a song, and it's a and such an amazing song. And people just have these have these like high guitar notes or whatever it's played on in these samples. I just see it more and more often. Um, I believe that the Pixies are too good of a project to be used in that sense. What I would support though is if you made a TikTok like explaining where who the Pixies were and. Uh, what this song is about and also a lot of people I guess know from Fight Club um, which got the Pixies some recognition and I just figure they were okay with that um, but they like didn't write that song for Fight Club that is important to note um, this song has been around longer than Fight Club which is an amazing mu movie by the way like if you don't know Fight Club, you could check it out. I won't spoil anything right now because I think if you spoil something about that movie, you spoil everything. So yeah, amazing movie, very grungy movie, also um, featuring some amazing actors like Helena Bonham Carter. And I hate myself that I got into Fight Club from the Pixies. So the Pixies are the most influential alternative band of the 80s and 90s. Nirvana is for me in this 
scenario not an alternative band anymore. The Pixies are though. And they redefined what alternative music means and how effects were being used. Um and they redefined a lot of stuff about how you can go about writing music and how you can go about dynamics in music. And they were just really bold with what they tried to do and with their lyrics and with their vocals and with everything they did. They were just really experimental while still staying in kind of in this more musical realm of experimental music. I could ramble on about this band for like hours and hours. So I will um I will make another episode probably sometime about like for me the greatest alternative rock bands and the Pixies will be one in that series if I start a series from it. Um but yeah. So um I will just move on right now and I promise if you stick around, you will get more Pixies content out of this podcast. So next one, uh, 21 Pilots, We Don't Believe What's on TV, but, but, an acoustic version. Um, Especially the one is acoustic version where Tyler, Tyler Joseph is like the frontman of 21 Pilots. And he plays this song only on his ukulele here, where he like stops for a second and then says... A lot of people think this song is about Josh, but it isn't. And then he looks over to Josh and says, But today it is. And then, I'm sorry, you told me not to look at you, but I'm looking at you. And it's like a super cute moment. And I love Tyler Joseph a lot. He's also a great inspiration for me and what I do. And like, not only what I do, but in how I go about things in my life because he's also a christian dude but he's also a very evolved christian i how do you call that um a progressive christian that's what that's what you call us and <laughs> progressive christians and he he like also steps in for mental health issues um like he has campaigns for that and he had like instances where he showed a pride flag publicly and stuff like that, and I love his act, um, and love his like activism. I love that he's a Christian. I love his little baby girl. Um, <laughs> anyways, Tyler Joseph is one of my favorite. Probably he's like one of the greatest persons to ever walk the surface of the music in- industry. Um, I love him very much personally, and I love these acoustic versions of his songs just so much more. These are so amazing, and they get skipped a lot of times, even though this is like where the real music behind 21 Pilots happens, I believe. Um, Because as I said earlier, for most bands you can find out if they're a good band or not, like good good um and once again like good <laughs> relatively um if they are better live than in studio and 
Funny Man Pilots is a band that is better live than a studio, definitely. Um, for me, at least. So yeah, I love this version of this song, and the song lyrically also means a lot to me, represents a lot about me. Um, this line I used to say, want to die before I'm old, but because of you I might think twice is amazing. Um, yeah, I really love Tyler Joseph's songwriting. And this is just one song where you can really see a lot about that. And <laughs> if you happen to play the ukulele and you play a lot of 21 Pilot songs like I do, you will notice at some point that he uses pretty much the same chords over and over. But he does it really amazingly. And I love him and his music. Just so like I love any sim single one of you guys listening. If you have any music that I should should check out, then please make sure to send me a link or to send me an audio file or something like that. I could even talk about this on this podcast. Um, talk about it on this podcast if you would like me to give you a quick review or something. Okay. Um, I will now boldly skip over um the rest I wanted to say about Twenty One Pilots. Because I would really like to keep this within one and a half hours. Um, yeah. So, point in case. I love Tyler. I like 21 Pilots. And Josh is also great. And their songs are amazing. Even though I don't really like most of the studio versions. I like those which lean more into the direction of like alternative rock. Um, or alternative whatever this is, Alternative 21 Pilots, um, I also love, like, their more popular music, um, Car Radio was the first song I ever heard on MTV, <laughs> and, yeah, back then, okay, I'm gonna tell one more story, so, I turned on MTV, and I thought this might be cool, and there was that song Car Radio, and back then I thought I was supposed to hate all pop music and I thought this was just what what pop music was but I really loved this song for some reason and I think I was younger and I even even when I only had the chance to listen to music on the radio pretty much I hated what was on the radio not only because it wasn't on the radio but also because it was pop music when I was younger I was like I don't know fifth grade sixth grade and I heard that song and I really loved it and I was like torn apart between ah, no, they play pop music on MTV, right? Why is this so great and so different? And Yeah, anyways, um, I listen to that song a lot. I have it on repeat at times, which is probably not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, but I decided to not put that one in here and rather put um, the, the song that is probably my favorite one of them in its place okay next up is by so so okay i will try to nail this pronunciation but i'm pretty sure i'm saying it wrong every single time and i usually just skip about uh skip his his first name and say mr stevens so Suf. Jan, Sufjan, Sufjan. I believe it's Sufjan Stevens. So this song is called Mystery of Love. 
and he wrote it for the movie Call Me By Your Name, which is my favorite, very favorite movie of all time, um, featuring Timothy Chalamet, my big celebrity crush. Don't tell anyone, but it might also be obvious if you talk to me. Um, I don't only like this song because of that, though. I just feel like it fits really well in there. I believe it was also, or I'm pretty sure it was also featured on one episode of Sex Education, where I felt like it didn't fit really well. But regardless of that, they put it in there. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of Sufjan, Suf, of Mr. Stevens, <laughs> but I have a few songs of him that I just at times have like on, on a loop going for hours and hours and. Um, his songs just never get boring. Uh, boring, it's uncanny how great his musical ability is. Um, so other songs I really love, love um, are the two other songs that are featured on, um, on Call Me By Your Name. One of those is Visions of Gideon, Gideon. I don't know how to pronounce it in English. Visions of Gideon. I believe it's Visions of Gideon. And the other one is called... Ah. Can't remember. Wait, I'll look it up. And in the meantime, I'll also tell you... Um. No, wait. Wait, wait. I, I can get it. Futural Devices is the other one, I, I think. Which I actually have, like even more than... Visions of Gideon, and then I also love Fourth of July, which is probably his most popular song, and it's about his mom passing from cancer, and he like has a quick dialogue with her mom, um, his mom, sorry, with his mom, and yeah, um, that's that, and okay, let me think. So I picked this song over that one <laughs> because this was the long I've known for longer and I have a deeper connection to, even though I like feel the other song more. I believe this one is the one I'll always feel more connected to and that is always will always be in my heart like more. Got also got me through some stuff and also helped me a lot of times and it used to be like probably my favorite song. Um, yeah, Sufjan Stevens is also an amazing artist. He's been around for decades now, and if you don't know him, check him out. Um, I believe he's. If you are in into indie music, you know him. I I, I just I'm just gonna put that out there, and if not, um, he I don't know if he's a good entry candidate for indie music. Because he's like very specific, like a very specific type of indie music, but he's a very amazing artist, and I don't think there's right now on the surface of this planet there's anyone just quite like him. Okay, um, last but certainly, certain, very, very certainly not least, because it's a song from a serious i binged probably a million times 
um, la vie en rose um, in the Blah. I'm sorry for that crash that was my phone um, la vie en rose in the version by Christine Meliotti Meliotti oh. damn I don't know how to pronounce names in English Christine um, the mother in I met your mother and the first like the first time Ted meets Tracy mother um he hears her sing this song and he does he doesn't really meet her he just hears her think, sing that and and he says like wait 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 I can I can puzzle this back together what he said um he said kids I heard your mother's rendition of La Vie en Rose probably a million times But this time, this first night I ever heard her sing. Wait, wait, wait! I skipped something. So, I I can I can do this. <laughs> so, kids, I heard your mother's rendition of Rabian Rose probably a million times. Every night she tucked you in, for instance. But this night, this first time I ever heard her thing, sing, this will forever be my favorite. And this is um, just cut out from that movie, uh, from that damn movie, from that series. Um, it's from the last season, and it's like the first. There was a nine-season build-up to this one moment, and Christine Milioti, uh, Milioti is a is an amazing singer. And she plays the ukulele here, and it's also an amazing song um, by Edith Piaf. Originally, there's also a really famous cover by Louis Armstrong, and if you don't know any of that, check it out, please. <laughs> I'd say, I don't know. Um, it's an amazing song. I'm I'm not saying check it out, please, probably, but I'm saying treat yourself to it. There are a lot of amazing covers of that, but this this cover, this time I heard Tracy sing and How I Met Your Mother, this will always be my favorite. Um, yeah, and that pretty much concludes all this because I don't want to ramble on about how much I love How I Met Your Mother right now, but it's my favorite series, and I like watching sitcoms a lot, and this is one of Uh, this is my very favorite serious sitcom whatsoever. Um, I feel very connected to Ted. And Tracy is amazing. Um, and this song is amazing. Okay, I'm repeating myself. So this is where I'm gonna end this Titus after almost one and a half hours. So <laughs> what I wanted to say is um, there are a lot of songs that aren't in here that probably should be in there and I am currently listening to a lot of different stuff and a lot of um a lot of stuff that isn't in here but that I feel just as connected to probably but that's like a temporary thing so I'm listening to a lot of music where I'm saying right now this is what I'm feeling most connected to but all these songs that are in here that I've like stood the test of time and are still relevant for me and what I'm 
what I'm experiencing and what I'm thinking about when I'm hearing like music and what music has shaped my character in a certain way. It's still a process. I'm only 17. My character is not at all a finished project thing whatsoever. Um, but so far, these songs have been the most relevant, probably. Um, the most relevant to my life. Yeah, so this is how I'm going to conclude this episode. As always, if you have, if you like this, then please give it a, give me a follow on wherever you're listening to podcasts. And also, if you'd like, um, give me a rating on Apple Music. If you're saying, whoa, I love this so much, I want to give it five stars. Then please do so. <laughs> Don't hesitate to give me five stars on Apple Music. Um, uh, not Apple Music. I'm sorry. I'm Apple Podcasts. Um, because this is not music. This is a podcast about music. Yeah. So, point in case, I hope you like this, and I hope you will tune in next time for the sixth episode of the Grand and Candy. I will um tell you beforehand over my Instagram what this what that will be about and um what you will be treated to the next time. But in the meantime, I hope you're doing really well, really well despite this difficult situation, and I hope you're treating yourself to a lot of great, amazing music, new music. And I hope I can also help you discover a lot. I will start posting some songs probably on my um, Instagram story. You can listen to not my own songs, but like songs I like and that I believe if you have a similar music taste to me, you might like. Yeah. Um. So I'm. Just thank you, thank you very much for tuning in, and I will see you the next time. Later.